Welcome to the first episode of the Mining Your Business podcast, a show all about process mining, data science, and advanced business analytics. I am Patrick, and with me, my colleague and my friend, Jakub. Hi there, Jakub. Hey, Patrick. Today's episode is all about who we are, what we do, and what this show is going to be about. All that coming up. Welcome to our podcast. This is our first episode uh, in the podcast called Mind Your Business. I'm here with uh, Patrick, my co-host. And uh, yeah, this is actually a very big moment for us. We've been talking about uh, having a podcast in our company for quite some time now. And I'm very happy that we finally, uh, you know, managed to come up with something and actually uh, put the ideas together and come up with a show where we will solely focus on process mining and data science and advanced business analytics, just as you heard in our intro. And so today I have here actually, as usual, Patrick with me, my co-host, who's also my colleague from the company Processant. And uh, by that, Patrick, welcome and thank you for doing the show with me, man. Of course, Jakub. Uh, I'm very excited as well. Um, we've been planning this for quite some time, um, actually. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to actually kind of get this uh, to fruition and kind of get some episodes going. Yeah, uh, Patrick, so uh, before we even get into what process end is and what, what like, are we going to talk about in the future, I think we owe to our listeners introduction of ourselves. So uh, who are you and uh, why are you even talking here to me, man? Yeah, good question. Um, so I'm Patrick. I, um, I'm Austrian, but uh, born in Germany and throughout my life kind of moved around um, throughout Europe, Belgium, England and what have you. And then I got my, uh, my inkling to do um, IT related stuff um, after my university degree in biotech and started studying again. I did uh, informatics. And during that time, I started working at Airbus. I uh, just kind of developed a sense of what like big corporations do and what inefficiencies, you know, there is and yada, yada. So uh, Q2 2019, looking for work. Uh, I stumble upon this, uh, this, uh, this job uh, from uh, ProcessEnd. I didn't actually really know what uh, ProcessEnd did <laughs> because uh, our, our website back then was not as informative as it is now. Yeah, we did not promote ourselves very well back then. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I saw this, uh, I saw the website and um, I said, this uh, uh, sounds interesting, at least from what it said. So I applied and uh, a couple of months later, I, uh, I started. So yeah, that was uh, a little bit of a, a history of me. Um, so when you were starting and applying for the job, did you have any idea what process mining was? Absolutely none. Absolutely none. I knew kind of what mining stuff out of a digital medium was, in a way. But what process mining is, was, no idea, honestly. But you do know very well now, don't you? <laughs> well, seeing <laughs> as it is my job to implement it, yes. Uh, I would say I have a pretty good grasp on the, on the concept, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, now it's your turn, Jakub. Tell right. a little bit about yourself, yeah. So as you can hear from my accent, I'm, uh, I haven't spent any time in England as Patrick did. <laughs> uh, I'm actually from Czech Republic. And I, uh, well, my history also, I studied um, 
engineering, uh, electrotechnical engineering. I went from cybernetics and robotics to smart buildings, where I actually had my first job, which was collecting data from buildings. So it was a interesting, in, uh, let's say, input into uh, data mining in general. But yeah. didn't really prepare me for what process mining had in up in its sleeve. And <laughs> yeah, I moved to Germany short after uh, short after I finished and concluded my university studies. Uh, and I found a job in the same company as you did just a couple of years earlier. Yeah, so let me stop you right there. So what uh, what year did you actually move to Munich? Uh, you know, family reasons. My girlfriend really wanted to study in, in Munich. And <laughs> yeah. so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, what? Well, why, why not? It's not that far from Prague anyway. So yeah, we moved. Uh, definitely interesting. Uh, always interesting to actually travel around Europe and find out, find out new places where to live. And it's very exciting to me to even be here in this position and have this opportunity. Yeah. So you joined the process and team when? Uh, Oh man, I think it was 2017 or 18. I think 2018 actually. Uh, mm. Back then we were still brand new company. Honestly, I was uh, a second employee uh, <laughs> after after our colleague Simon, who's uh, okay, yeah, who yeah. probably listens to this. So hi Simon. <laughs> hi Simon. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was uh, very different from what it is now. We were back then a very small company, only uh, with two founders and one very early uh, co-founder, let's say. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was a second full-time employee. Uh, and yeah, we were just a small startup uh, making our way in a big uh, company world, which was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, that kind of already leads us to our next topic. I guess we're speaking about the company. So um, that already kind of covers the first question. You know, how did, how did it all start? How did you uh, start within that company? and uh, you know, uh, what were the first projects like? I, I mean, it's, it's, we've developed quite some time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so as far as I know, um, two of our, uh, founders, uh, Thomas and Andreas, who started this company quite early, I think 2017 or so, uh, they used to be, uh, working for Celonis, which is, uh, today the biggest process mining company, uh, worldwide. And they yeah. were one of the early employees and they saw this potential for consulting in process mining so they thought uh well why not actually starting our own company uh because it seems the right. salonis uh, will probably have lots of work in the future and this off uh off sourcing of project actually seems like a good business so that they did yeah. uh they also uh they also took over one other employee nicolas who's also still with us uh and they started their business uh with first project uh basically that's that's everything to it and we and back then them we were very successful uh i'm very proud to say that our customers were always uh, happy with the work that we delivered and we grew and grew and grew and actually today uh thanks to our growth i can talk to you but uh, we also have a couple of colleagues in Taiwan where we have another another branch and we are soon planning on launching an office in US. So that's actually very exciting stuff. And uh, when I was starting here, it's actually an interesting story. So I was literally going from uh, uh, like uh, boiler rooms in somewhere East Czech Republic <laughs> where I was working on collecting the data from like heating rooms and so on. <laughs> and essentially within uh, a span of a couple of months, 
I upgraded, uh, if you want to call it an upgrade, it's definitely a big change uh, from these <laughs> yeah. boiler rooms uh, in the middle of nowhere to uh, working with uh, top companies across Europe, which was extremely exciting. Yeah. And I found myself going to a first client to Amsterdam in a matter of, uh, in couple of uh, after a couple of months working with the company. So it was really, really cool for me, both on professional and personal level, man. Yeah, so that's a that's a big uh, shift in in outlook, right? So you're in some sweaty boiler room, and all of a sudden you're in big meetings with people in suits. That's got to be a little intimidating. Uh, it, it was honestly, especially because I was similar to you, and I didn't know much about process mining back then. So I knew how to work with data, but that was that was it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's 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 an interesting start. So uh, I guess what was uh. What has changed the most, do you think, from back then to what Process End is now? Well, I think we can look at it from two different perspectives. So first of all, about our company as a whole. Uh, so we are growing. We are uh, very international. And I know it's a big buzzword and every company wants to have these pictures where there are people from all kinds of world. And I'm very happy that we are actually it. So we are people not only from Europe, but as I said, we have colleagues from Taiwan and uh, I mean... You are from Austria, I'm from Czech Republic, and this makes me very proud of the whole environment we work in. And I think you you will agree with me on this one. Absolutely. It's kind of like the the European dream in a way that you can live and work wherever, move yeah. around, find a nice company that that you like, that kind of has similar values to you. So um I think that's fantastic. That's actually one of the better things that, you know, I I went actually doing the interview and then on my first days just realizing wow everyone has such a diverse background and their their uh, their their family history or where they come from and their everything is so diverse and so rich it's so um it's such a nice uh, environment to work in yeah so the politics is always on the table <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, as always yeah and then the the second dimension of this whole progress is basically where we are going as a company uh, or you know, where the process mining is going. So Celonis, uh, even within the time I am with the process end, Celonis, uh, our main partner or who we work with the most, has also shifted drastically since the beginning. So they also started as a small startup in, in, in Munich, I think in 2012 or maybe even earlier. And since then they became this uh, this bright unicorn on, on the business yeah. analytics market. So just being uh, as a, you know, being next to it as a part of this whole uh, story or success story of a third company is exciting in its essence. Yeah, for sure. So we can kind of uh, also mimic that growth because I think um, speaking with uh, our marketing departments, I learned that in 2020, we had a 90% growth in our oh, company. Really? Yeah. 90%, even despite Corona yeah. and everything. Even despite Corona, yeah. Okay, then that's something new to me. So thank you for this uh, sh this information <laughs> just shared with me. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was interesting. So yeah, exciting times. Uh, exciting times ahead for sure. So coming into the actual business of Process End, um, what do we actually do? That is one of the main questions that people ask me when they ask me what I do. And what do you tell them? Base, uh, you know, I uh, I have a a few kind of things that I like to say, but one of my favorites is that I'm a, I'm a detective, like I'm a data detective, right? So we can kind of trace back um, 
a certain object within a company and just kind of see its history and see what it did, see what it got up to and kind of where it ended up. Kind of like, um, I, I think of um, some sort of a detective in that way, you know, a forensics quasi, uh, if you will. <laughs> but that's um, essentially... Should we call you Sherlock from now on or what? <laughs> <laughs> please, please do. I'll wear the hat, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I mean, my, my question to you, um, what, do we, what do we do? What does process end do? Right. Uh, so first of all, I'll say that we are planning to do a big, a whole big episode on the process mining and what it actually is uh, in the, uh, right next in our second part. Uh, just to give you my idea of what process mining is. So, well, first of all, I didn't really know when I was starting out. I have a bit better idea as well right now. <laughs> and what I usually tell the people is uh, like a story with a coffee bean. So I'm quite passionate coffee drinker. And if you imagine a single uh, bean of a coffee uh, and how it's coming from basically it's growing and then it's somehow harvested and processed and then it's shipped across the globe, right? And you can look at the mm -hmm. process mining at the very same way. So there are these huge companies that are doing a very big business, selling a lot of stuff or purchasing a lot of stuff. And generally, there is a lot of things that you can measure and look at. And every single thing is represented in this case by the bean. And then you can, what you can do is take some uh, electronic information from this uh, bean and you can trace everything that happened to it from the very beginning until the very end. And that's something usually that helps my friends understand uh, what I actually do. That's actually a really good metaphor. Right. I saw it in the ad on, on Solani, so it's really not from my head, but I really <laughs> like it. And uh, I now yeah. say it's from my own head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can take credit. It's fine. <laughs> um, so in a way, we can kind of trace a whole bunch of things about that bean, right? So the how long it took from planting the seed all the way to actually harvesting the 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 bean and until it's actually shipped and all kinds of metrics based on on time. Exactly. And if you think about it, essentially the whole globe, the whole world is kind of a process. So you can look at yourself as a process uh, for the day and then you can basically sample it by each day and look at your patterns throughout the year, which is a bit yeah. uh, big, uh, big brother uh, scenario, but it's, you know, you could, you could <laughs> technically do that. Yeah, I don't want to know my, my KPIs, my procrastination KPIs. <laughs> Patrick, I see really big improve. I see really big potential for improvement in your afternoon working hours. Uh, so uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> I see you are recording oh, yeah. podcast while you should be working. Uh, I don't think this is a way forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you look at it uh, through that lens, then I could say the same to you. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, uh, what do you actually like about your job? Like, uh, if uh, do you actually like working as a data? So we call ourselves data scientists, which is a very nice word for what we do. Right. We are more like consultants, but I also say data scientists. It sounds very good. Yeah. What do you like about your job? Um, well, there's uh, there's two aspects to that answer. So um, I used to work uh, in some small company putting data from one website into our system all day and day out and day in and day out right it was very menial but i liked working there solely because of the people right the people that i was with the environment and all that stuff right so in that sense um 
the people here are great. I I love the team. I love the the atmosphere, the the how helpful people are and whatnot. The second part is the actual content of the work that I do. And there it's also pretty good. It's I I really like it. I am um, I find myself in calls with people and they're telling me about their business, kind of how they do and it gives you such um an insight into what companies actually do all day. Um, what their main business is, what they focus on. So it's kind of interesting to kind of get a glimpse of a company's inner working from a whole broad spectrum of industries. I think that's really interesting. So it's a combination of a good topic, a good uh, good uh, work experience in that way, and also just the the, the colleagues themselves are just a, a blast to be around. Yeah, so a big thumbs up for any colleague that's listening to this podcast. Thank you, guys. Yes, we exactly. love you guys. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up from us. Is there something you actually don't like about the job? Um, well, if uh, Thomas is listening, just that I don't get to do it enough, you know? <laughs> of course. And if he's no. not? Um, yeah, well, loads. Here, let me give you a list. <laughs> no, um, now, generally, um, it's... Sometimes it gets a bit frustrating because um, there are obviously deadlines and stuff, but, you know, we're waiting on some information and, you know, kind of the, the menial emails and things like that uh, can kind of get um, in the way of actually doing actual work. So the whole emails and the constant meetings and things can get a little much at times, but it's, uh, it's okay. Yeah, I get it. That's, yeah. you know, there's also always a downsize for every, every job that you get to do. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. There's a positive and negatives on, on either end. So what about you? There's something that you particularly find uh, fascinating about the job that we do? I would also say colleagues, but I would probably start with um, the level of independence that this job gives me. So essentially the way we work in our company, uh, we work pretty much project-based. So we have a customer, we have a process to implement. We take it as our whole. And basically, we are the people who are responsible for the delivery and for the success of the project. Yeah. And I can't stress enough of how much I love this independence of being the one in charge and responsible for the good delivery. I mean, you always have someone to lean on. Uh, you always have uh, help from your colleagues who can uh, give you a hand in case you are struggling with anything. But just the overall... Um, Yeah, the independence uh, that you can do whatever you want to do and whatever you deem uh, necessary or important and organize your project around it. So uh, I also used to actually work in a corporate before. I was an employee of Siemens uh, while I was still studying in a division of uh, building technologies. And honestly, this is uh, quite the opposite of what I was doing in there. So in Siemens, I usually had to ask for approval for anything. And I mean anything. And I know everybody hates bureaucracy and uh, I am no exception. And so this difference that might not actually be caused only uh, by the process mining itself, but by the Uh, structure of our company and by the fact that we are still, I would say, young and starting a company that's uh, aspiring to get bigger. So this actually enables us to do it the way we we want. Uh, And that's... uh, Do you see that, um, do they see that changing in the future? uh, I would love to say no, uh, but we need to work on uh, on the internal processes, if you you will, (laughs) so that uh, we uh, manage this uh this way of working forward right good um so i 
would also like to say that uh, the independence, like you said, is definitely, definitely good. It kind of gives you so much responsibility about the how well you deliver that project and the you are solely responsible in that way for making sure that the customer has all the things that they, they need and all that. It's a lot of responsibility. And at the end of the day, that's why um, when you successfully complete a project, it, it feels very good, right? Because look yeah. at all the things that you just accomplished. I mean, we are millennials. Uh, <laughs> I, I assume that you are as well. Oh, yeah, and if you if you look <laughs> right, if you always see those uh, uh, when people are asked uh, by some HR uh, consultants like what is important for them in their working lives, you see the differences between a certain ages or certain right. generations. And I'm pretty sure that in our uh, generation of millennials and people of age around thirty. Uh, it's usually the authenticity and basically the be your own, uh, be on our boss kind of yeah. thing. So that's definitely cool. And I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, switching, switching gears here. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I actually had a very good question from, uh, from, uh, my girlfriend who asked me if we could have a question here in our podcast, what is the overall impact of our job? Like, yeah. Do you feel like uh, you're uh, contributing to, to, I don't know, a better world, better environment or whatever? And I know this is kind of a high-level question, yeah, of but course, still. Of course. Um, well, at the end of the day, right, we we go into a company, we see kind of what their pain points are, kind of what they want to improve. And so hopefully we um, leave the project knowing that they have a direction where they want to go, how they can better themselves as a company um, um focus on specific tasks implement those and kind of um help them grow help them reduce costs and those types of things and at the end of the day um having a business being successful is obviously a good thing right the, there's more people employed you know they have a bit of, bigger impact on whatever they are doing and you know that is obviously a good impact yeah on the other I, hand, I course, yeah go on sorry it's uh on the other hand of course you, we need to make sure that if they want to reduce costs that we don't um, at some point uh, eliminate an, a, a department within the company or something like that, right? So there, there's obviously um, some parts that we uh, should be careful with when we talk about eliminating inefficiencies, right? So um, it's always a, a bit tricky because, um, you know, you see the data, you see the data flow, you see the activities that a company does, but behind most activities are still people working there. Mm-hmm. True, true. Oh, I see it similarly. So I am a, a big fan of optimization in general, of not only like in uh, job-related uh, tasks, but also in my own life. I am a big personal finance uh, fan. I read a lot of you know those self-help books and everything. Mm. And when I'm thinking, when I think about it, uh, just taking this from my personal level to a level of companies that we work for, and making the same kind of a shift of not only. Uh, like actual process, but also of understanding how the company works. Also, the yeah. the shift of uh, the the thinking, yeah, is is huge for me. And if you can, uh, as you said, if you do, can deliver a good process, and then you know that you essentially saved the company either money uh, or time, which sometimes is even more valuable than the money itself. Yeah. It's a good feeling, and uh, if the company, and I'm not saying they all will or they would, but if the company then uses the resources that you save them, something bigger, something yeah. greater, 
uh, that's actually a good feeling. And we can only hope for that every every yeah. company does that at the end. I mean, you uh, you and I both worked at larger companies. You at Siemens, me at Airbus. Um, so we we saw kind of what um, tasks people do, and you can, can't help but think to yourself, well, you know, how much could that person actually contribute something new to, or what? How much could they better the process if they just had time away from the day to day tasks that they already have? Right? True. Even if they are inefficient or whatever. If you can kind of free up their time so they can involve themselves, maybe do more trainings or better themselves or something and contribute uh, to um, their company in some sort of better way than they already are, that's, um, I can see that as massive improvements for a company. For sure. I couldn't agree more. Right. Uh, Then, Patrick, what else do we have here today for the first episode? Well, you know, uh, we could uh, speak a little bit more about the types of projects that we did. Or do? For sure. Uh, so I think we mentioned a couple of times already. Uh, our project usually look like that uh, a bigger company approaches us. Uh, or we are actually hired as a subcontractor by our implementation partner or uh, by our uh, company we do the implementation for. Right. And then we get in touch with the client. And uh, it's actually clients from all over the globe. Uh, I personally traveled quite uh, quite uh, a lot before uh, the coronavirus and the lockdowns. Yeah. And it was usually very exciting because, as you know, these companies usually have uh, headquarters in major cities. Uh, and yeah. so sometimes those are countries. Yeah, that's honestly one of the things I'm looking forward to is when the lockdown lifts again, that I finally get to go on some business trips, to be honest. I'm, I haven't been on one yet, and I'm very much looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, you might still do some waiting. <laughs> I feel I feel that's true, but either way, excitement is there. Yeah, uh, so just better. You should better hope to travel uh, with plane and not with a uh, German railroad, so that your yeah. trip doesn't take three uh, three days. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Although I have some interesting stories from uh, traveling to clients, uh, you know, via air as well, and those are also quite quite hilarious. And I hope we're gonna get to them someday. Yeah, a, a different <laughs> a different podcast episode. We'll talk about different. all the shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, of course, because there are always some. Yeah. <laughs> so when you get uh, so when we get into in touch with a client, um, what how long do you think it takes for the client to specifically kind of target and describe the problems they are facing, and then what we can do for them, and how we can solve these these issues? How long do you think that? Yeah, that's a very good question, Patrick. And uh, I wish I could say it's rather short, but uh, experience tells me that it's usually rather long, at least compared to the expectations. So there is a lot of variables that go that goes into it, uh, such as you know the overall preparedness of the client for the project, or you know the how motivated are the people you work with. That's a, a huge factor, yeah. actually. Or even even uh, things about the uh, in like uh, technical connectivity and everything. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables that goes into it. And if I have to give you a rough number, I would say if somebody comes to us and says, "So guys, we want to implement purchase to pay process with you. We have everything ready. You know, we have uh, we have a license from our process mining pro- uh, provider. We have the systems uh, ready and you know ready for it to be connected." Then I would say it's rather 
quick from one to two months that if we have to do the rounds of uh, getting everyone on the same bench as we are then it can go easily from three to six months yeah yeah i mean personally i've had uh, projects that have started early when i when i started and are still not finished you know just uh, because of that <laughs> exact um, issue just kind of getting on the same page as speaking the same language even though we all speak either german or english or what have you um actually speaking the the language of the company like how uh, what is their focus kind of what are their pain points and actually actually understanding them uh, can take a lot of time yeah I, I if any of my clients listens to me please don't use the shortcuts for your systems and for your processes <laughs> i usually have no idea what they mean yes that is one of the one of the the funny things getting into the little uh, abbreviations and things that they talk about and then you always have to ask okay so what does this mean oh of course yeah and then at the end of the project you're like you know you don't know ocr or you don't know asam uh <laughs> how could you where where did yeah. you live last couple of months or, or years so uh, i'm actually um doing that for every project I, I try to write a little glossary for all the no, little no. terms that they use just to kind of always flip back to oh yeah the the cxt means this okay oh. I get it now. <laughs> That's actually yep. a good good advice. I might do the same with the next project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Before right? you have to go digging around in emails. <laughs> True. The never-ending emails. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. True, uh, Patrick. I think we are getting short on time for our first episode. Yes. Is there anything else you would like to, add? to tell? Um, no, I think it's it's okay to leave it here. I think we can get more into the in-depth uh, parts about the processes and future episodes and and things like that i i mean i hope the people listening have now got a little insight about what process and is about uh, who we are a little bit and kind of what we do yeah and i actually have to admit this was kind of fun <laughs> yeah uh, who knew that us speaking endlessly about our job would be fun yeah i don't i don't know many people who would even be willing to do such a thing to talk about uh, a job <laughs> well, and yet that, here we are just i think that just goes to show that we we do like the place where we work and we are very interested in what we do so um you know True. we just thought it'd be good to to share with the world in a way all right then i guess we should probably wrap it up for today and uh i hope you stay tuned for the second episode which will be about and wait for it process mining <laughs> shocker yeah so thank you for listening uh you can find us on spotify and other uh platform medium platforms where you usually listen to other podcasts and we'll be looking forward for the next episode patrick uh, have a nice day bye yes you too bye bye <laughs>